So my birthday week began last week. With Facebook getting it all wrong, they basically sent out an email telling everybody it was my birthday, and so everybody wished me happy birthday last Friday. So for those of you who wished a happy birthday to me twice, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. But um, it began with an incredible movie that, uh, for all of you here, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Gravity, um, I'm not giving it away, whatever that means, but... I was very moved by the, the movie. It was, very, uh, it was very touching, and it reminded me that uh, Peter Pitsley, who was the father of bibliodrama, some of you have heard of Peter Pitsley. Peter had written already about gravity for Yom Kippur this year, where he essentially, at least those of you, even if you haven't seen the movie, you know that it's about two people who are in space, and um, the challenge, right, there's a crisis, and there's a challenge for one of them to make it safely home. You Okay. You okay? <laughs> Making it safely home. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Peter focused his energy, and you can find this in his, on his website. He focused his energy on the, the visual image in the movie of two people that are tethered to each other. There's a rope. There's a tether. And, of course, there's a very well-known midrash a rabbinic teaching about the high priest on the holiest day of the year that would enter into the holiest place on the holiest day at the holiest moment. And because of the danger, the impact of that moment, there was a rope that was tied around the high priest's leg. And, um, and Peter compared those two moments very beautifully. The tether, the umbilical cord, as it were, that that tied these two human beings together in the holiest moment and holiest place of the year, and in the movie, these two separate individuals who, when separated, would each go to their own fate, but needed each other like that rope that pulled them together. And that image is so powerfully embedded in my mind as I open up this Shabbat's reading. Tomorrow morning's wisdom teachings We'll begin. An interesting group of, of cultic practices that were relevant during the time of the temple. Where a, a woman who, were, who gave birth, if a woman gave birth to a child that was a boy, she would wait seven days and then have 33 days, a total of 40 days until she was considered pure and able to engage again. And if she had a girl, uh, a, a, a baby girl, it would be double that. It would be 14 days and then 66 days of quarantine of being alone and so on. And before we even get into, and we're not going to get into right now, the, the problems obviously with this reading. And every year it's problematic. It won't go away. But we work with these things. And the first thing that comes up for me is that I open up Midrash Rabbah, the greatest compendium of Jewish Midrash, of Jewish interpretation or commentary on the Torah, and the first verse that is used to explicate this theme of a woman giving birth and giving, having a child and what happens to her is, Achor v'kedem tsartani v'tashet alai kapecha. The psalmist says, backwards and forwards you have crafted me, 
and placed your hand upon me, which is the rabbinic, it opens the rabbinic vault on a very powerful conversation about how human beings were created. Achor v'akedem sartani, the verse says, you created me back and forward in time. But the way that the rabbis read that is, you created me with a front and a back. Reminding us of the platonic myth of the androgynous nature of human beings. You have created me front and back opens up a vault of rabbinic conversation about the androgynous nature of what it is to be a person. And in the deepening of that folk story, we were born with a front, says the Midrash, that was masculine and a back that was the female. And then God sawed us in half and hence the, the vertebra and the spaces between our vertebra where the other used to be. And we spend our whole lives looking for the one whose memory, right, whose face we don't know, but whose memory we have. This is the soulmate search. And it takes place in this week's reading about a woman giving birth to a child. And I immediately go to this place where I think that the Midrash is talking about separations that are difficult. The Midrash is inviting us into a a meditation on things that we have to let go of. Chords that inevitably must be cut. And for those who saw gravity, you know what I'm talking about. Hint, hint. Rabbi Benny Lau, in his new book on, or it's new, I just got it maybe, so I don't know if it's new, but this book that I got on he asks a simple question about this week's reading. He says that when it comes to the categories of purity and impurity, what we call those are horrible words. English doesn't really fully convey. Tum'ah and tara, categories of inclusion and exclusion in ancient Israel, it's very clear that something having to do with death is, is participating in understanding these categories. Contact with death in some kind, in some way. And here we have tomorrow morning a reading about life. A woman giving birth to a child, a, a boy, a girl, doesn't matter. And this is considered to be Tumah, he asks, a very well-known, famous question. And he answers that for the mother to cut the umbilical cord from her child is to move from a place of shleimut, of wholeness, to a place of emptiness to some degree. And add my friend Rachel Barenblatt, the Velveteen rabbi, not written exactly the same thing weeks after she gave birth to a boy. And had, I had not that had that experience with my own children through my wife and other, other people that I've spoken to. This feeling of something that was whole is now in a different stage, a different place. That that cutting of the umbilical cord, that cord, that tethering, is a tethering that not only introduces the other meaning of tethering, which is my own boundaries, but it invites a, a kind of sadness, a kind of deep halal. Something is empty. And so that splitting in the Midrash of the back and the front, that untethering, that cutting, is on my mind, of course, every year around my birthday because... My mom is the first one to call me every single year. 
It always happens too early. <laughs> and the first question she always says to me, which is this adorable rhetorical question, do you remember, you know, <laughs> you know 45, this morning, 45 years ago? I said, Mom, no, I don't remember, I don't remember. <laughs> and then she, of course, says, what, guys? What did she say? I remember. <laughs> I remember. Separation isn't easy. Separation or distance between loved ones, between a mother and the child, between a dream deferred, between an expected career move, the space in between, the minding of the gap between what is and what will be is very difficult. Floating in space, not knowing where the next tethering will take place can be disorienting and confusing. It can be frustrating and scary. So I want to tether myself now for the next four minutes to three, three teachings that I want to tether myself to in the future as I untether myself from the past. 45, which is what I turned today, is in Hebrew the word ma is formed from mem, which is the number 40, and he, which is the fifth letter. So I wanted to discuss three ma's in light of my mommy, but in, right, my mama, three ma's that are operative for me moving forward and connect very much with this moment of separation. The first ma is venachnu ma. Moses and Aaron say to God, who are we? Venachnu means we, ma. What are we? What, ma? What are we? Who are we? Probably, but what are we? Meaning, I want to be transparent, God. I want to get out of the way. I want your work to be a deployment through me into the world. I want my hands to be your hands, my eyes your eyes, my ears your ears, my walk your walk. I want to be that sanctuary that is tried and true. Venachnu ma, help me to be in a place of ma. What am I so that I don't define myself too narrowly or too broadly and that in so doing I leave no room for you, ma. What? Venachnu ma, please help me be in the ma, the what of who I can be for you. Venachnu ma, who are we? Ma nishtana. Manishtana, what is different? What changes? When we are dead, nothing changes. But to be alive is to be noticing the subtle movement of past, present, future, the subtle movement of the mind and how it affects our moods and our actions in the world. Manishtana is the most important moment in the Jewish calendar, more important than Kol Nidre, more important than every other moment in our calendar, in my opinion, because it is the perennial question of the seeker of the Doresh Hashem, the one who's seeking honesty and truth. And so on this 45th birthday, God, ma nishtana, let me be ma, 45 nishtana. Let me be awake to the differences and the things, the subtle cues that need to be taken attention of. And lastly, I spent the last month 
teaching a course to my friends at One Spirit Interfaith Seminary. And the course was titled Presencing the Divine. And do you know what we did for a month? We learned the six most important words in our tradition. Not the Shema Yisrael Hashem Elohim Hashem Echad. That's also six words. Not the Shema. But Baruch Atah Hashem Eloheinu Melech HaOlam. The six words that make up what someone called normal mysticism of Judaism. And now Israel, Jewish people, practitioners, spiritually yearning people, what does God ask of you? Rabbi Meir says, don't read it ma, but read it as mea. God asks mea 100 moments of you every day. 100 moments of blessing. 100 moments of asking, what is this? 100 moments of asking, what do you want of me? God, what do you want of me? That's it. Those are my three takeaways. That's my gift to you on my birthday. I know that there has been a split. Each and every one of us lives in some way, with a different relationship with that split and that yearning to bridge the gap, to mind the gap. But these are three good ways forward, don't you think, of tethering ourselves? V'nach ma, help us to be empty, to hear. Manishtana, give us awareness to know differences. And v'hata Yisrael, ma Hashem alokecha shu'el mimach, what is asked of you, ma? Help us to know these things. Help us to have a year of, help me to have a year of koach ma, chokh ma, the power of what? Amen.